You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live. Dane Martinez back from vacation along with Tony Sincata. Getting you ready for an eight-game slate in the association today. Tony, my good man, how are you doing? Happy 2018. Does it feel different to you? Oh, yes, definitely different. I mean, anytime we uh, we, we turn the calendar, it's uh, everybody has a new hope, a new beginning, and everything's going to happen that's going to change their lives. It's going to be a great thing. Now, I'm glad you made it back because, uh, you know, your spot wasn't in jeopardy on this show, but Chris Venture was doing so well, and he was really getting comfortable there. Uh, he was trying to get take the fantasy freestyle over. I heard. I heard there were some interesting uh, verses and lyrics that were out there on the <laughs> fantasy freestyle. I uh, critiqued one of them on Sunday lineup lock. Ventura is not here right now to defend himself. So when he uh. comes back, don't you worry about it. I will offer my critique at some point on the fantasy freestyle. But I appreciate the kind words, Tony. They let me back into the country, although the uh, snowstorms here in New York made my travel a little bit delayed but that's another story for another day because the viewers obviously they want to find out how to make some money here in the new year tony we got eight games on the slate but we have a lot of injuries as well we know that kevin durant is not going to be playing for the defending champion warriors and also the spurs are on a second game of back-to-backs so it sounds like popovich doesn't want any of his players playing yeah, but we I got to give him a, a little bit of uh, love because one of his players, uh, Kawhi Leonard, is actually hurt. He has a tear in his shoulder, but it's a minor tear, and they think that he actually could be back within the next three games. So it's not uh, anything that we're going to be concerned about right now, but a tear in anybody's shoulder. I guess as long as it's not ours, we don't have a concern, but uh, if it was, it was ours, we'd have a concern. Rudy Gay is going to be out tonight. Manu Ginobili is out. Danny Green is out, and Kawhi Leonard all out. We're going to tell you a little later in the show what that means. Uh, Nikolai Meritich is doubtful. He's got a stomach flu. George Hill is out. Kevin Durant is out. And Dwayne Dedman is a probable. And a Bojan Bogdanovic, there's actually two of them. Uh, the one in the Indiana Places, who's a little better, uh, he is going to play tonight. He was questionable. All right, fair enough. We will keep you updated on any other injury news that comes across our desk in this hour before games do tip in the association. Tony, i got to tell you, though, if your shoulder was torn up, I would care. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's going to affect my performance that much, though. Uh, you never know. You never know. Thankfully, we do not have to worry about that. <laughs> I will say this, Tony, before we come back and go start going into the games, I looked at the eight games, and three of them have totals above 220 today. Okay, looking at Cleveland, Minnesota, looking at Houston, Chicago, and also this Denver-Golden State game. Would it be correct to assume that you have a lot of action with those high total games? Yeah, the Denver-Golden State game for me is a big game when we look at it, and we'll put those games together for people and make sure you got what you need. There's a lot of value tonight. The score's going to be very high. All right, definitely. We're going to dig into that when we come back. Remember, it is Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com. Today and every day, Tony Sincata and the returning spitting statistician right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network when we come back. 
friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, would you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As our guy Chris Bavona in the Fantasy Pit of Misery says, the boys are back in town and I am your boy. I am back in town, Tony. I'm so thankful that my spot was not in jeopardy after I was gone. Big shout out, of course, to the fantasy executive Corey Parsons holding me down for the last week. We're going to have Tony. We got to get into the eight games that we have here on the NBA slate. But I was intrigued by a story you mentioned before. Before we went to air today in the NFL this weekend, it seems like DraftKings was running contests with only one game on the slate. Can you explain to me how does this work and how do you get enough differentiation to have a clear winner? Like, I would think you need more options in order to build an actual contest because what do we have? Ties? Is this okay? This well, this okay. That's always debatable. Here's here's <laughs> what happened here: four offensive players, and you could pick any offensive. So you could have picked the game in question was Carolina versus New, New Orleans. Orleans. Right. So you could have picked Cam Newton and Drew Brees. It would have cost you a lot in salary, and then uh, yeah, you would have gone and like to Jonathan Stewart, and maybe a a backup wide receiver or someone mm-hmm. on the cheap there. So you could have done that. I chose four even amounts uh, across the offensive positions, and I was able to cash. I used uh, Greg Olson. I used Christian McCaffrey. Did you use I used Ted Michael Ginn Thomas. Jr.? Because that no, I didn't. I wish I did. Yeah, yeah. I would have. I would have won more than three times whatever my money was. Mm-hmm. And then so that that worked out. And then you picked two defensive players, which is kind of crazy to me because the first thing that people taught me when I when I FanDuel and DraftKings and when they first came into business, I would interview these guys all the time, is that we have to keep it simple. We have to keep things simple because that's what people love. They love the simplicity of fantasy football. And they used to have two quarterbacks, and they went down to one, and they made everything. Now we got IDP players. To tell you the truth, I don't like this. And another ramification is I'll play a contest or two that are out there, but it's not going to replace anything for me with the IDP. And I play IDP leagues in, in regular season fantasy football. But a big thing, too, is it tells you where DFS is gone. I started this 10 years ago before FanDuel was even around, and Snapdraft was the first site that was there. And no one would let you talk about gambling and fantasy in the same. They were two different things, and you had to keep them separate, and you weren't allowed to talk about it. Now the line is blurred because what they did at DraftKings is certainly against the federal law. The federal law is basically tells you that you need – all winning outcomes to reflect knowledge and skill to participants and are determined predominantly by the accumulated statistical results of the performance of the individuals, athletes in case of sports events, and this is the key, in multiple real-world sporting or other events. This so is one, one game, game sounds like it's not a multiple contest to me. No, no. So what DraftKings is doing is, you know what, we followed the federal law, and you made us go and get a license in every state. And by the state laws, we're following all the recommendations. So mm. take the federal law, and we're not going by it. 
And you know what? I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a judge. And I don't think anyone cares as long as the states are getting their money. They don't care anymore. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. You know, I mean, with all of these laws, the question is, does anybody actually regulate this? And and, and you see the tide turning, right? New Jersey also looks like it's in the forefront in terms of the sports gambling. And it seems like that's where we're going. We talk about the NBA. Commissioner Silver certainly seems to be very open to the idea of gambling, even in the stadiums, in the um, arenas. We talk about this NBA in-play product. It seems like they are warming up to it because... To be quite honest, it is another way to keep the fans engaged. How else are you going to pay attention to a Jags-Titans Thursday night football game? Although, it looks like we, in essence, had a Thursday night football game at Sunday and 1 o'clock in the (laughs) NFL playoffs, if you want to know the truth. Tony, let me ask you something about this, because you mentioned that you had the IDPs in there. About how many, what, what percent? of players do you think are actually in leagues that include IDP? Because, you know, we're here on the Fantasy Sports Network, right? And I was getting questions left and right. Entire segments are filled by callers. It is very rare that on air or on my Twitter, people are actually asking me about IDPs, you know? So what what percentage of leagues and players would you say actually, um, you know, uh, enter into that level of competition? I pushed it for years. I, I pushed it. I, every Saturday, I would bring an IDP uh, person on my show hmm. uh, when I was on SiriusXM. So I pushed it every Saturday, less than 3%. Wow. And I kept pushing it. And uh, uh, Mike Blewett, a guy that I work yeah. with uh, over at SiriusXM, we, he pushed it too. We all played George Kurtz plays in leagues with me, IDP leagues. And we just couldn't get people to do it because people love to play in their family leagues. And people love to play against their coworkers. And not everyone's going to go with the IDP league. The, the beauty of the IDP League to me is you learn more about football. And secondly, when you have the Titans-Jaguars Thursday night game, you're bound to have a player in if you have both offense and defensive players. And it gets to the point where, well, you know what, we don't have to worry about uh, missing a player here, missing a player there. The rosters are so deep that it'll help you out if you have some defensive players. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point, Tony. I know, like, when I'm watching football, whether I have a guy or my opponent has a guy, let's say it's a wideout, right? As soon as they break the huddle, I'm like, uh-oh, my guy's singled up at the top of the screen. That's where I'm looking, right? So if I had, for example, if I had an Earl Thomas, like, that's where I would be looking as soon as I see the play. I'd be like, okay, he's coming down into the box. Or, okay, I see it's a too high safety, you know, and that's the way I would be looking at it. It's very interesting. However, I digress, Tony, because we have eight games in the association to get to, so let's kick it off right now because people want to win a little bit of cash in January to help their resolutions. The first game we have on the slate is the Milwaukee Bucks in Indiana to take on the Pacers. The Pacers are one-and-a-half-point favorites at home. 214 is your total there. Tony, with Milwaukee, you can always play the Greek Freak. My question for you is 10 10,900 on DraftKings, too rich for your blood tonight? Or is Atenokounmpo, who, by the way, leads the NBA in all-star voting, last I checked, is he worth the price no matter what it is? He's worth the price no matter what it is, but I'm not playing him tonight because he's about the fourth option of guys over 10,000 tonight. You got DeMarcus Cousins uh, in that game against Detroit I like better. Chris Paul without Harden I like better, Mm. and I like Stephen Curry without Kevin Durant better. So I don't think, like you said, he's never a bad play, but he's the fourth option tonight. Okay, well, if we're looking at these other bucks, then how about a guy like Chris Middleton, who I know you've liked in the past? Yeah. 
the funny part is in this game, I really don't love anyone on the Milwaukee side. Okay. When you're looking at, at this game tonight, I think when you look at it, there's so many injuries tonight in the NBA. And the way to gain value is to find guys that are playing guys with injuries. Because one, they, they move from a bench spot to right. a starting spot, and that's automatically. Or a guy like Stephen Curry, without Kevin Durant, all of a sudden he, his usage rate goes from 23 to 32%. A guy like Clay Thompson goes from the third option to the second option, and also was the first option on the second team. He comes out and plays point guard for them. So I think with the NBA, a lot of times is when you have a matchup like the Milwaukee Bucks, even though it's a good offensive matchup and there's no injuries in that game, it's hard to make any benefit in a DFS situation. Okay, fair enough. And I like what you're doing here, Tony, because especially now that football is over, we may get people coming to the DFS table here for the NBA. So what we're going to do here on Lineup Lock Live is not just give you names, give you picks. We're not only giving you the fish, we are teaching you how to fish. And that's why we give you the injuries. One of the points that Tony made is this idea of whose usage may have a chance to be higher than normal in this given game because of the matchup or because of like we said back-to-backs or injuries so that is a very interesting point Tony so let's look at this Indiana side one of the guys I want to ask you about Tony is my pick for comeback or for most improved player of the year and it's Victor Oladipo my question for you around Oladipo we've seen him you know he started the year at like in the six or seven thousand range I saw him as high as I think like mid nine thousands at one point before I went on vacation tonight he's at 80 His usage rate is around 27%. Do you like Oladipo, uh, Tanner? Yeah, I like him a lot. The only problem is I like three, two guards tonight. Mm. I think Jimmy Butler's got a good good matchup tonight, and he's been on fire. Uh, I also like Clay Thompson, we just talked about, and Victor Oladipo. I think these three guys stand out. And I also like Miles Turner in this game. Miles Turner's price is only sixty-one hundred bucks. They're third in defensive efficiency uh, against centers, so I think he ends up being a good play. Now, the only problem with uh, the situation there is Miles Turner usually gets himself into foul trouble. But Milwaukee, the one thing they don't have is a strong center, so you don't really have to worry about that tonight. So for me, Oladipo and Miles Turner are both playable. All right, so there you have it, some of the Pacers that the Tony Sincata might, in fact, go to. Tony, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we have seven games to still go through. The game I want to talk about next will be Toronto and Brooklyn. At least in 2017, one of your favorite DFS plays in the entire league was our guy Spencer Dinwiddie for the Brooklyn Nets. I want to know if in 2018 that continues to be the trend. Are you still on Dinwiddie? I'll tell you what, we got a little news that uh, his job might be in jeopardy because somebody's down practicing in the G League. Oh, okay, okay. We might see some 10-day contracts impacting (laughs) the love for Tony Sincata on Spencer Dinwiddie. We will find out what Raptors, what Nets, and what people in these games with above 220 totals the Tony Sincata likes. Stay tuned for the end of the show when Tony Sincata reveals his DraftKings lineup for a Monday. When we come back, we still continue to go game by game. It's Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet? 
you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyrotor.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata getting you ready for an eight-game slate in the NBA tonight. Tony, we were talking a little bit about Raptors and Nets, so let's go right there to the Nets. The Nets are uh, home. I'm so distracted by the song. Do you know what the song is about? No, I have no idea, actually. The song is called Back in the Saddle Again. It's by Aerosmith. Ah. It's about it's about some guy, him and his uh, lady friend are having some issues. Okay. And then he comes back, and he gets in the big bed with her, and uh, everything's fine. It's called Back in the Saddle Again. He's riding back in the saddle, huh? Yeah. Well, that's the way that's I feel after a little bit of time away in Asia, <laughs> if you want to know the truth. I'm back in the saddle, ready to go here on Lineup Lock Live. Tony, we were talking about the Nets. The Nets are, you know, home dogs here by seven points. 218 is the total. And we teased it a little bit. I was interested in Spencer Dinwiddie, but uh, you're telling me he may have a threat coming his way? Well, his, uh, former, the former point guard of the Brooklyn Nets is back uh, playing in the G League now, D'Angelo Russell, who they made the offseason ah, move yes. for. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I think Dinwiddie moves over to the two guard, and I think it's going to make some playing time issues for Karis LeVert, who I actually like tonight in this contest um, there. But it's going to be really interesting to see what they do. And the other guy, I, I don't play this guy in DFS. I'm just mentioning his name. Okafor tonight, I expect to start getting more playing time. He's starting to get in the lineup more. So I think we're going to see a lot of changes in this Brooklyn team. Tonight, the two guys that I like in this game are Karis LeVert and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Uh, Hollis-Jefferson, 5800 bucks tonight. They're middle of the pack against small forwards. I think he comes into play. And Karis LeVert, they're good defending, but 5200 in a game with a decent total. I like those two plays there. Not on my man, Spencer Dinwiddie tonight. All right, fair enough. Hey, Tony, one thing I've learned, at least in 2017, is we like to attack the Brooklyn Nets with whoever is playing yeah. against them. So I look at Toronto. You know, like we said, the Nets are giving up 108, 109 points a game. That's 26th in the NBA. So I'm looking. What about a guy like Kyle Lowry with the Nets 26th in the league against the point guard? But I'm also interested in Sergi Baca at only 5,700 because the Nets are 28th in the league defending the power forward. Are there any Raptors you like tonight? I'll tell you what. I think the big three, you throw a Bakker in there with DeRose and Lowry, mm-hmm. they're all in play tonight in this game. And it's a little interesting because the only negative I have is exactly what I talked about earlier, uh, that we have the uh, you know some other games where people have some uh, lineup injuries there. But uh, if there wasn't injuries to all these other g- contests, these guys would be the two we're talking about. Now, the one thing with Toronto is that they don't play in a quick pace, but Brooklyn does. Uh, we're looking at this game, though. It has a 218 total, so it's not one of three, but it's really close there. So I think you can play Lowry and DeRozan tonight and Abaka, all three of those guys tonight. I'm, I like those guys more than the Brooklyn guys tonight. Okay, so fair enough. So some Raptors might wind up in the Tony Sincata's lineup at the end of the show. Make sure you stay tuned for that. Our next game is the Houston Rockets in Chicago to take on the Bulls. The Rockets are five-and-a-half-point road favorites. 221 is the total 
total in this one. So we expect some points here, Tony. When I look at the Rockets, you mentioned it before. James Harden does not look like he's going to play tonight. So that means Chris Paul may be a candidate, like you mentioned, to have an increase in his usage rate. And it certainly looks like DraftKings thinks so. He's up at 10000 tonight. Is he worth the price for you, Tony? Yeah, he's worth the price. They're 26 in the league at defending point guards um, in this game tonight. So I like him a lot tonight. I also think he can go to Clint Capella. Uh, at $6,600 on DraftKings, that price is too low. Uh, people have been running out Gerald Green, and it's interesting. He's up to 5500 bucks. He was out of work, sitting in Boston, uh, babysitting his kid, and uh, didn't have a job. And all of a sudden now he's just lighting it up, and he continues to light it up. It's a little expensive for me tonight, but he's not a bad play at 5500 bucks. He he's a guy that's getting a hitting a ton of three-pointers right now and he's putting up fantasy now that's worth it. So I think tonight Chris Paul and I like Clint Capella and I like Gerald Green. Hey Tony, is it really babysitting if it's your baby? That's true. That, you know what? That's a that's Isn't it just like parenting? Call. Yeah, it is parenting. You know, it's funny how people uh, look at things differently, right? Fair enough. I mean, hey, I don't know. You're hey. the parent among us. You're the yeah, here's the, fun, here's the funny thing. In, in basketball, we don't talk about this much, but Ryan Anderson has some huge I was going to ask you splits. about Ryan Anderson. He's at 4,400. <laughs> That's the guy I was really going to ask you. He's at only 4,400, and like you said, without the beard, there's got to be someone else shooting, and his spot of shooting is on point, right? Yeah, but he's missing a ton of shots at home and mm. nailing them on the road. And so I've talked to some people about this. I'm like, every court's, you know, 94 feet, it's 50 feet wide. Well, what is it? There's the, the, the three-point line's 23 feet wide. I mean, what's the problem here? Right. And it's the sight lines, yes. everybody says, in the buildings. The sight lines. Yes. Oh, the sight lines. Well, I, they need to fix the sight lines in Houston because this guy can't shoot at Houston. But on the road, he's nailing it. So he's certainly in play tonight with a 221 total. Yeah, I, I, I remember this. I went to college, Tony, at Syracuse, right? And I remember that teams yeah. that used to come into the Carrier Dome would talk about this because it's so cavernous and so big that it really apparently impacted people's field of vision. That's why, you know, in baseball, they got the batter's eye in, in, in every yeah. single stadium regardless. Maybe they need to do something like that for depth perception in the NBA. Hey, Tony, you like any of the Bulls in this game? What about a guy like Justin Holiday? Anybody else on the Bulls? Yeah, you know, the Bulls guy that I like tonight is uh, a guy with not a great matchup. Laurie Markkinen has been playing very well, and Meritich is going to be out tonight with that little stomach flu, and I think that he'll get a little more playing time, Markkinen, tonight. And he's a guy that can, and this is his type of environment. They're going to go up and down the court. He could fire some threes, so he comes in. Bobby Portis is way underpriced with that Meritage injury at 4400 bucks. So Portis is a guy that should be in all your lineups tonight. And then you mentioned Denzel Valentine. I think he's a good play as well. So for me, there's three bulls tonight. The guy that I have in all my lineups is Bobby Portis. All right, let's go to our next game, Tony. The Detroit Pistons are in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. The Pelicans are six-and-a-half-point home favorites. 214 is your total in this one. Tony, when I look at the Detroit Pistons, I wonder about their backcourt. You know, you can get Smith at under 6,000. You could get Avery, Avery Bradley at under 6,000. And when I look at the New Orleans Pelicans, I see they're only 25th in the NBA defending the shooting guard. Do you like anybody in the backcourt for Detroit? Very astute, but none of the mentioned names you have Ooh, there. Tell me more, tell me more, tell me more. Was it love at first sight? I'm hoping I'm pronounced. yeah, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right. Dwight Busick's is $3,000, the minimum salary. And he's just started playing the last three games. He's gotten playing time. He's put up fantasy points of 22 on January 3rd, 
22.25 on January 5th. Hmm. And on January 6th, 23 and a half. He's the minimum salary. Mid salary. So we're yeah. talking. Yeah, we're talking about eight times the value. Now, it's not a given that he's going to put this up. He played 22 minutes, 22 minutes, and 17. So he's putting well over a fantasy point a minute. And they can't defend the guard. So I'm going to take a shot in some lineups with Dwight Busick's. Okay, interesting. That's why you listen to Lineup Lock Live, people. Everybody can tell you about Steph Curry or Boogie Cousins, but we get the insight that'll help you win a little bit of cash here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. On the other side, Tony, on the Pelicans, I just mentioned Boogie Cousins. It always comes down in my mind to Boogie Cousins or Anthony Davis. Uh, Which one do you like better tonight? I like DeMarcus Cousins better tonight, and it's crazy because the other night I uh, was one of the first nights that I actually went the other way with Anthony Davis, and uh, Cousins just is automatic on the boards, and so it's hard to get away from him, and he's 27% usage rate, and you look at a guy like Anthony Davis, he's at 23.7, so it's no slouch there uh, whatsoever, but the built-in rebounds are there with DeMarcus Cousins, and just hopefully it's just not a night where he feels like hanging out at the three-point line and, you know firing up with a bunch of three-pointers, get close to the hoop and get make things happen there. And uh, tonight could be a good matchup for him. Uh, both those guys are in play. If you want to save a little money, uh, Anthony Davis is a 1000 less. I think he's in a good position tonight. But I prefer uh, DeMarcus Cousins. There's a lot of cheaper guys who just gave you a minimum salary play. Uh, there's another guy, 3900 that I think you have to play a little later. So you're going to have the money tonight. You don't need to skimp on 1000 bucks. You never can tell about Boogie Cousins. He is a stable genius if I ever saw one. <laughs> Our next game, Tony, the Cleveland Are you Cattle. in on Oprah? Are you in on Oprah? Oh, for 2020? Yeah. Yeah, the little Oprah and the Rock ticket. What do you think I about don't know. that? I don't know. See, I didn't watch the Golden Globe Awards last night. I didn't either. Night, I'm telling you, Tony, I'm still on the jet lag, man. I'm still on the jet lag. I was no, I was like, you know, dozing off in the middle of uh, Saints Panthers, um, so I did not see any of the Golden Globes. But I think I heard that uh, Oprah was, uh, you know, very inspirational last night. She was inspirational, and her and her man came out and said uh, she could consider and run for the president of the United States. I don't know if the Rock's part of the ticket. Well, I heard that The Rock said that he actually declared that he is not on the 2020 ticket, but that he has not ruled out a run in 2024. But we have, you know, we have six years to discuss that, Tony, but we only have 25 (laughs) minutes to discuss the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The T-Wolves are favorites at home against the Cavs. 222 is the total. A high total here makes me think that there is some opportunity. Tony, when I look at the Cavs, though, you know, my question for you is how has the return of Isaiah Thomas impacted? I remember asking you this. You said, I think you said that LeBron would be the biggest sacrifice. Uh, do you yeah. still feel that way? No, it's Kevin Love, actually. Okay. Um, now it's Kevin Love. And LeBron, it's so weird that that is a team that I, I don't like what I see. They're going to have to make a move. Hmm. Uh, LeBron's playing great, and but Isaiah Thomas needs the ball in his hands. He's one of these shoot-first point guards. And unless he can change his game, I don't think this is a recipe for success. Now, Minnesota played the Celtics the other night, and they got held to 86 points. Yeah. But this well, is a the good Celtics are holding team. everybody at yeah, home. It's I ridiculous. It. I've seen like the top six teams in the NBA go there. None of them have scored over like 98 points. 
it was crazy because Kyle Anthony Towns himself had like 53 fantasy points. I, you know, I had a tournament I won on him, but uh, Andrew Wiggins, I think, was 0 for his first 11 in that game. He was 0 for 11. I love Jimmy Butler in this game. You look at the 23rd against the two guard tonight, and the one guy that I also like, is, and he never gets mentioned, is Taj Gibson. If you needed a cheap, and we don't really need a cheap forward, this is a guy that's going to play a lot tonight, and he has a great opportunity because they don't cover bigs well. All right, fair enough. We will dig a little bit deeper into this Cavs-T-Wolves game, and we got three other games on the West Coast to talk about as well. When we come back, it is Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Cincata, we're here to get you Come on right back and get a little bit of cash right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata getting you ready for a uh, eight-game slate in the NBA. We gave you a couple of injuries, a lot of Spurs resting today, no Kevin Durant, no James Harden. So we're telling you how to adjust to that news. Tony, we're talking about Cleveland, Minnesota. And I wanted to ask you because at the top of the show, you talked about uh, the Saints-Panthers game, and I mentioned how Ted Ginn was really the nuts, and I kind of forgot for him that it was like a revenge game and how he gets up for yeah. playing against the Panthers. Uh, it might be a stretch, but do you think Andrew Wiggins harbors any ill will to the Minnesota Timberwolves? In the sa- I mean, towards the Cleveland Cavaliers yeah, in the, the same Cavs- vein? That's a great question, right? Because I thought you were going to go with Kevin Love. Well, uh, same, same thing. Well, I was going to say, I think Kevin Love's thankfully got the hell out of there. Right, but what about uh, Wiggins but, on the flip side? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. I, you know, Rob Gronkowski, every time they beat the Buffalo Bills, talks about how his hometown team passed on him twice. Right. So I guess, yeah. Because, I mean, look. Maybe that's it. Look, Tony, you know, I look at this and it seems like the Cavaliers are 22nd in the NBA. They're giving up hundred, almost 108 points a game. I see that they're 23rd against the shooting guard, 23rd against the small forward. You mentioned Taj Gibson already. So you told me Jimmy Butler is doing great at 8,400. I could get Wiggins at 6,000, though. Uh, can I make the case for him in lineups tonight? The only problem, the only problem with with Wiggins that I talk about this all the time, is that he's just his points are all points, right? So right. he doesn't get the rebounds, the assists. So he's got to put up a big game for you to have have a fantasy worthy, and that's why his numbers are down there and his jump shooting ability has been okay, but not great. So I I think it's a tough play. You're right; it's a great matchup if you're going to play him in a tournament. He's probably going to be lowly owned, and you have a shot. All right, so maybe a tournament play because, remember, in tournaments here for our newest listeners, you want to, as I say, zig when other people zag so that if he does pop off, you're one of the only people to get that production. Our next game on Slate, Tony, the San Antonio Spurs are in Sacramento to take on the Kings. The Spurs are five-and-a-half-point road favorites, and on a night where there are three games over 220 as the total, this game sits below 200 at 199. We know that the Spurs' defense 
offense is great. Are there any kings you like tonight going up against that Spurs defense? I don't like any kings tonight, okay. um, but there are a couple of Spurs that have an opportunity because of the injuries here. Right. Uh, Kyle Anderson's a guy that will get an opportunity. You can use him at small forward or at the guard position uh, where he has dual eligibility. Um, you, you can go ahead and use him. And then also uh, you can use our man uh, Davis Bertans at 3900 bucks. He'll get more playing time. He won't get to start, and he's a great jump shooter. He gets hot from the outside, and he can rebound a little. Um, those guys, those two guys for me tonight are cheap plays that you can get in your lineup tonight, and they're getting an opportunity to play, and the prices associated with them only playing like 18 minutes a game when they could both approach 30 minutes tonight. Okay, let me ask you this, though, Tony, because we mentioned about, like, hey, Steph Curry or Clay Thompson with no Kevin Durant. You mentioned Chris Paul with no James Harden. And why doesn't the same logic hold for a guy like L.A. LaMarcus Aldridge with so many people out? It looks like he might still be there. Could his usage rate even go up from the 25, 26 percent? And we saw at the beginning of the season, L.A. really taking on some more of that uh, scoring load before Kawhi came. Why uh, why not LaMarcus Aldridge? This is a great question. Thank and you. I have the answer for you. It's because if he was on any other team, I would say, yeah, you're right. But this coach is nuts, right? <laughs> and he this he might only play 25 minutes. They played last night, right? right. So they're on a back-to-back. I think Paul Gasol, like he, like he was one of the names I was surprised is playing tonight. So Paul Gasol, you can't play him either because he might only play 20 minutes. And I think you have to worry about that with Aldridge tonight in a good matchup. He's going to get an opportunity to play. He's going to play in a good matchup. He hasn't a chance to create. But so many times, Coach Popovich has just decided, you know what, he's only playing 25 minutes tonight, and you can't get stuck in that situation. Fair enough, and as we also said, listen, the Spurs are road favorites by about five or six points, so if by any chance they get up, you know, if they're up by 13, late third, early fourth, we may not see L.A. back on the court, so that's a great point you make, Tony. That is why I aspire to be like you when I grow up. Our next game, Tony, (laughs) the Denver Nuggets, they are in the Bay Area to take on the Warriors. The Warriors are 10-point favorites at home. This game, with the highest total on the board tonight, 226 is the total. Let me ask you this, Tony, because one thing you've always said is that the Warriors, however great they are, they do not defend the big men well. I know Denver's got a big man you like in Nikolai Jokic. Is he a play tonight? Even at uh, eighty at eighty one hundred is not that expensive. Do you like yeah. Jokic tonight? Yeah, I, I don't, and oh, I, wow. I think he could put up a good game. Here's the problem. Yeah, Jermon Green's going to cover him, and mm-hmm. Jokic gets in foul trouble a lot, and Jermon Green's a pain in the ass. And I could see Jokic doing something crazy and getting kicked out of the game or whatever, getting foul trouble here. But it's a great matchup. They don't defend the big men well, and if he could play the game, he'll be fine. But he's a, Jokic is a weird dude. Like, I don't know. These European players, they're very emotional. Like it, it, Joseph Nurkic on the Portland Trailblazers right. is a very emotional. Nikolai Jokic is a very emotional. So I'm a little concerned there. But the price is right. The matchup's great. Everything's there. I also like on this team, Barton in this game, who will come off the bench. He's been on a roll, putting up 33, 34 fantasy points in a game with this total. Uh, he's going to play 30 minutes tonight, and he'll have an opportunity to put up some big numbers uh, there. Going to the other side, Stephon Curry, Clay Thompson, Jermon Green, all playable against Denver. Uh, they don't defend a point guard well. Jamal Murray's a, a good offensive player. doesn't even know that defense exists. Uh, Gary Harris is a good defensive player. 
Um, Barton isn't, so depending on who's on Clay Thompson there, I think Gary Harris will get a lot of that opportunity there. Um, it's a tough matchup, but I still think Clay Thompson's playable because the price is low at 6100 bucks. And then uh, Jermon Green against that front court. Uh, Jokic is a guy, like I said, I think if he tries to cover Green, he's going to get himself in a foul trouble tonight. You think Draymond knows that going in you think he knows yeah. that like this is a guy that i can successfully get under his skin and you think yep. he's uh even like in warm-up starting the histrionics early absolutely like this guy is a very intelligent guy and he knows how to play the game both on the court off the court orally and physically and mentally apparently Yes, yes. I, I'll tell you what. You want to start a team. That's a guy. That's a guy you want on your team. He's one of those guys that you hate when he's on the other team, but you'd love him on your team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I usually say that you are a guy that I would hate if you were on the other team, but I love having you on my side, Tony. Let's go to our last game of the night. The Atlanta Hawks are in Los Angeles to take on the Clippers. The Clippers are four and a half point favorites at home. Two fourteen is your total, Tony. When I talk about the Hawks, we always talk about this backcourt and how sometimes they are criminally undervalued. I want to ask you about Kent Bazemore. The Clippers are 30th in yeah. the NBA against the shooting guard and you can get Bazemore for under 6,000. We've talked about him and Dennis Schroeder before. You like any of the guards for the Hawks tonight? I like them both. I'll tell you what, there's too many values because I don't have either of these guys in my lineup but I like them both. I that think just they, means you need I... to make more lineups, Tony. No, you know what I'll end up doing is I'll play a, a night game, you know, which is the ah. later games, and I'll put these guys in my lineup. Yeah, I, I like them both. I think tonight these guys, this Clippers team is so beat up, and there's mm -hmm. so many injuries that these Clippers could actually end up being some nice values on the other side of this game. But for me, it's the two guards. Torian Prince is a little banged up. Um, I would like him too, but he's a little banged up, so I'm not going to touch that uh, in this contest tonight. And I'll tell you what. I, they're a four and a half point favorite. The, uh, Clippers. the Clippers, the Hawks stink. Yeah. But if you're um, if you're uh, wagering tonight, but I'd take the Hawks and take the four and a half points. So you think this is going to be a relatively closer game than most yeah. people imagine? Very interesting, Tony. One of the other things we look for in a DFS player is someone who uh, you know has no conscious, right? A short memory, a closer's memory, shall we say? And I believe Lou Williams fits in that category. His usage rate is up around twenty seven percent, but at the same time, with no Austin Rivers, we know Blake Griffin. Is kind of dinged up. He was shaking on the court the other night. Does, yeah. Could Williams be a candidate to get a, a little bit more opportunity than most nights? Absolutely. I don't see anyone else that can score on his team. So he's what about the guy your boy tonight. Milos? What about your boy Milos? Milos. He, Milos is a little. He's playing. He's banged, he's banged up, right? up too. Yeah, he's playing tonight. Uh, but he's banged up. Jawan Evans is a guy that I like that's going to get some opportunity to play. I think Sam Decker, if you need another cheap guy, he's going to get an opportunity to play tonight. Sam Decker's a knot, too. He'll just keep firing the ball <laughs> all over the place. Montrez Harrell, like all these guys are underpriced because their prices are when they were playing 15 minutes. But with all the injuries, these guys are going to play 30 minutes. So if you need a cheap player, look. you can look at the Clippers. Uh, I would go John Evans, I would go Sam Decker, and then Montrez Harrell for the three guys are cheap, and Lou Williams is a strong play. The two guys is packed with talent tonight, though. Lou Williams at 7,900. We mentioned Victor Oladipo earlier. Right. We mentioned Jimmy Butler earlier. Mm -hmm. We mentioned Clay Thompson earlier. Like, So there's a lot of good guards tonight. It's hard to get them all in. All right, it sounds like you may need to make a little bit multiple lineups, but unfortunately where you will not be able 
to make multiple lineups is over at our friends www.fantasyfactor.com and I'll tell you what I like that because sometimes you're playing against people who have so many lineups and this algorithm that's spitting out names they play with 50 100 lineups on a given night but if you go on over to fantasyfactor.com single entry tournaments smaller prize pools especially at this point in time where there's maybe an influx of DFS players and you want to dip your toe in the waters Fantasy Factor could be the place to go and Tony I think they're still doing the uh, Wednesday NBA free is that right? We're going to help people out on Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. A big slate of games, usually Wednesday nights. So you go there, have an opportunity, uh, usually with double-digit games, and put it all together and make sure you get there. I, I played the free roll one time, and uh, I think I won three bucks. Three bucks for nothing. Can you imagine if every day in your life you won three bucks for nothing? That means you could go to Starbucks for free and get a coffee. That means you might get a 1000 bucks a year. And uh, here you wouldn't have to pay taxes because you would still be below the threshold. But you're absolutely right, Tony. This Wednesday, there are 11 games in the association. So you'll have a lot of opportunity for that Wednesday free roll over at FantasyFactor.com. When we come back, Tony, here's what we're going to do. People, tune in to be able to hear your DraftKings lineup. We're going to give everybody your DraftKings lineup. We'll also maybe give out a pick or two for this national championship game. And we'll talk about how we're going to handle the rest of the week here on Lineup Lock Live, playoff football and NBA basketball. Can't get better than that. Uh, So come on right back. Lineup Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. What percent of players do you think are actually in leagues that include IDP? Less than 3%. I kept pushing it. The beauty of the IDP League to me is you learn more about football. And secondly, when you have the Titans-Jaguars Thursday night game, you're bound to have a player in if you have both offensive and defensive players. The rosters are so deep, it'll help you out if you have some defensive players. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back. It is, in fact, Lineup Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As Chris Bavona had before, back in the saddle. I am back, Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. But no one listens to Lineup Lock Live to hear Dane Martinez. People listen to Lineup Lock Live because the Tony Sincata gives you his lineup to win a little bit of extra cash tonight with eight games going on in the association. You mentioned, Tony, there's a lot of options at shooting guard. You mentioned there's a lot of opportunity because people are missing time, whether it be through injuries or for the uh, Spurs case, the second game of a back-to-back. Why don't we make Make the people some money. Flop the nuts. Give us your lineup tonight, Tom. Yeah, going with Stephen Curry in that matchup against Denver with Kevin Durant out 10,500. Jimmy Butler at the two got 8,400. Him and LeBron will uh, go at it tonight and put a show on. Davis Bertens, he'll get 28 minutes, 32 minutes. He's only 3,900 bucks. Uh, we're talking about a guy that can jump shoot, and he's put up. 22 fantasy points, 24 and 22 in his last three. That's eight times the value. Then we're going to drop down to Demarcus Cousins. You guys know him, 10,700. Uh, Bobby Portis tonight with Meritage out. We expect a playing time rise at 4,400. We're going to take a shot on this Buzik. Three games in a row. He's the minimum salary. He's put up 22 fantasy points as he's trying to wrestle away the job from Ish Smith. Then we're going to go Kyle Anderson, 5,000 bucks uh, tonight without Kawhi Leonard. He'll assume that role. And Jawan Evans in the injury depleted 
L.A. Clippers uh, situation. He put up 29 fantasy points in his last game, 15 before that, and we expect him to continue to get the playing time. All right, so there you have it. That is Tony Sincata's lineup for a Monday. Tony, as I look ahead, you know, we got the the Fantasy Factor free roll happening on Wednesday where we got 11 games in the NBA. But on Tuesday and on Thursday, there's only four games in the NBA on those days. So maybe it creates an opportunity for us to talk a little bit of a division round NFL DFS. What do you say? Yeah, we'll get the quarterbacks and running backs out to you one night. Then we'll go wide receiver tight ends and the uh, defense another night. And then Friday we'll put it all together for the people. There's still some great tournaments out there to play. Uh, fantasy football doesn't have to be over uh, for you people that enjoyed playing it so much. You have the opportunity to continue to play uh, with DFS. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be continuing our two-sport uh, kind of weave here. You know, Bo Jackson, Brian Jordan, Deion Sanders, as it were. But uh, there will be a champion crown tonight, Tony, as yes. uh, down there in uh, you know the heart of the South, um, Alabama and Georgia. Alabama is four-point favorites. Tony, here's my theory. I want to see if uh, you agree. You know, it's kind of like boxing, how they say style makes fight. You know, and, and I think Alabama, the only style they're actually concerned about is like that spread with a, with a NFL quarterback. You know, you need Johnny Manziel running around. You need, uh, Deshaun Watson. If you have a team that in essence is trying to play pro style, punch you in the mouth, Alabama football, you're not going to beat Alabama trying to play Alabama football. And that's what I think Georgia is. You know, they rely on their running game. They rely on basically also having the same kind of recruiting class, the same kind of beasts up front I just think you don't beat Alabama by playing Alabama's game and I think that's what Kirby Smart and the dogs are going to try and do so because of that I think it holds okay for about three quarters but then the tide rolls what do you think the first thing is that you know when you look at Nick Saban and you look at this type of game, you have to be impressed there. Alabama has every four- and five-star uh, recruit in the country going there. The one problem is the one glimmer of hope for Georgia is they love to run the ball, tackle to tackle. Mm -hmm. They're wicked thin at linebacker in Alabama. Three of them are going to be out tonight. So that's the only thing. I still think Alabama wins this game. I think the Alabama quarterback is getting a lot of negative press that I don't think he deserves. Uh, he's only a sophomore. I'll go Nick Saban every time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We shall see. For them to get to the linebacker level, Tony, they first got to get past that defensive line that has some NFL talent on it if I ever saw. But, hey, I'm back. We'll see you tomorrow, Tony. We'll talk a little bit NBA. We'll talk quarterbacks and running backs, maybe a Mariota to Mariota stack. I'll see you tomorrow. This has been another edition of Lineup Lock Live. Have a good one, Tony.